Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Tomorrow, the numbers don't lie. Bonus episode of Going In Raw is happening. We need your vote. We need you guys to vote on the tag team of Edge and Christian uh, go to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Or you can also find the link during one of our live shows on the Twitch. Or if you're a YouTube channel member, we need your votes for Edge and Christian so we could formulate yes. the most scientific breakdown of Edge and Christian, the tag team, and their career as a tag team. Indeed. On the numbers, don't lie. So uh, check that out tomorrow here at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, also on Patreon. And if you're a YouTube channel member this weekend on Sunday, from what I understand, there's a very important superb owl happening, Larson, the most superb Indeed. owl. And we're going to be uh, watching that superb owl. That's right. We're doing a Super Bowl watch along uh, mm-hmm. over there on the Twitch. Should be fun. You, me, the enforcer, probably the Manturn. Is Manturn going to watch too? I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it. I guess we could, we could, we could see if he's available. Let's see what he's doing. He likes, he likes the football. He likes the foosball. His team's not in it this year, though. No. Um, they were last year. It was actually wildly entertaining to watch him cringe and celebrate and cringe again and, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah totally. Yeah. It was it was wildly enjoyable. You're right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that are hopefully wildly enjoyable, uh, Tony Khan is promising seemingly an absolutely insane dynamite tonight. Oh, wow. He's been talking up this forbidden door. Someone's coming through it, signing a deal after leaving their old company behind with AEW. Slamming the door. Slamming the door. So expectations are through the roof based on the amount of promotion involved in all this. Yeah. Um, and of course, to promote the show further, Tony's been doing the press rounds in advance of tonight's dynamite. Uh, Why has he been on our show? 
We're like a pretty highly rated show, man. Why isn't he on our programming? Well, I mean, he's been uh, like busted open. They're an actual radio, aren't they? <laughs> They're well, on Sirius like XM. Satellite radio. All right. PW Insider. Uh, TV Insider. He's been on stuff like that. Oh, Anyways. he's been on TV Insider. That's a, that's a real thing. That's huge. That is a real thing. <laughs> um, so uh, this is what he had to say on Busted Open Radio. These transcripts come to you from uh, WrestlingNews.co. Quote, I will say I'm going to try and satisfy a lot of fans tonight. I've had a lot of thoughts over the weekend about how to do that and what that means. I think we're going to have a great show. I've pivoted some plans even the last few days in a good way to make the show even better, I think. Wow. It's just going to be an awesome night. Oh, there's a lot of fun things already announced. And there's more things we're going to do that we have not announced. And he's done. He did an interview with PW Insider as well. And this is what he said there. He says, I don't think I've exactly been so specific about who's coming. Is that Veer? It might be Veer. <laughs> might be Veer. Um, but I said it's going to be a major signing for us. And I think it's going to be a very exciting night. Like I said, I have opened the forbidden door. I don't want to say exactly what's going to happen or when it's going to happen but it's going to be an eventful night, and I hope that people get their expectations met. Frankly, I've seen a lot of other speculation. There are a lot of great names out there. I don't want to get too specific to say exactly what's going to happen, but it's going to be a great night for the fans, and I promise there's definitely one surprise. And I think there'll be some other really fun stuff along the way. So what's besides this big, you know, him going out there and satisfying all the fans deal, um, but besides the debut... What else has been announced for the show tonight? Uh, give me a moment. I can answer that question. Um, maybe I'm reading too much into what he's, he's been saying. Oh, that's right. It's, it's Paige versus Archer tonight for the title. Oh, the Texas death match. Wow. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna be a good match. Uh, there's nothing on their website about it. So uh, give me a second. I'll go to, eight, to their, their Twitter. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What was your so, I mean, just based on. Again, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but based on what he's been saying, it mm. almost kind of seems like not only is there going to be a debut, but this debut is going to bring with it some sort of storyline, you know, controversy, maybe. Yeah, yeah, or, or, or something. Yeah, because he keeps on mentioning the forbidden door, kind of redefining what it is. It's talking about someone leaving their previous company behind yeah. as if they were unhappy there mm-hmm. and coming to AEW to sign a deal. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, like what we talked about this the other day, you know, when I saw that, how he put it, I was like, oh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, right. Of course, yeah. Ali's still under contract with WWE, but unless they want to get into some serious legal entanglements, he's not coming to AEW. Yeah, unless they worked out a gentleman's agreement. You know, they seem to be, we had heard before that, of course, AEW and WWE are on somewhat friendly terms in terms of, hey, can we use some people for like these projects, the, like the documentary projects? Apparently, mm-hmm. Tony Khan and like Johnny Ace or somebody had been in contact and things had been friendly be- between the two. What would prevent Tony Khan from saying, hey, uh, I'm interested in, in buying out a 90 day uh, no compete clause for a guy that you guys aren't using. He wants his release. Are you guys open to that? I don't know. Maybe they'd say yes. or Maybe they'd say no. But, you know, maybe I'm- they'd say yes. I'd be very surprised if WB said yes to that. Same. Especially, me too. I'd be exceptionally surprised. Like I would, my yeah, I'd pick my job off the floor or something like that were to happen. This because it's one be, thing yeah. to get some to get a little bit of crossover to have Jericho on the Broken Skull sessions or to have a couple people interviewed for WB documentary. There's no harm in that from WB's perspective, but but having Tony Khan come in and buy out contracts, 
especially because like you know if WB they had kind of uh, 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 some remorse about releasing Jeff Hardy, they wanted to bring it back. And if Tony Khan calls him up and says, "Hey, I want to buy out his ninety day no compete," I'd be hard pressed to think that would be be like cool with that. Hey, yeah, let's accelerate this process, this mistake that we think we just made. Me too, but it's been a weird couple of years in wrestling, man. It has been, and this um, is just this is just like big money talking to big money. In the end, like does WWE even? I don't know. Like sometimes I think they do. Sometimes I think they don't care about stuff like that. Like if they think, oh, Mustafa Ali, he's not a needle mover, you know, to like you and me. That's like a really cool deal, but yeah. like, is he gonna pop their ratings for like the? You know, he it's gonna blow up the people who are watching the show already. So maybe they think it's not really that big of a deal. Um, so I don't know. I could see that as like some sort of dist- some sort of possibility that probably isn't gonna happen. But I don't think it's out of the. I don't think it's like oh my gosh, it's crazy. Um, I mean, I would think it's crazy, but it would be it would be pretty crazy. It would be pretty insane. But, um, so when I went out and checked the mail. Before we start, I had a wild thought. Oh, nice. Don't think it's going to happen. But I was, I was thinking, okay, what's a debut or debuts? He promises. He promised one. Mm-hmm. He also said there's surprises. And surprises. 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 And it seems like a, 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 like a, a, a continually evolving thing based on, you know, if you want to interpret it as such. So what if tonight, to face Isaiah Cassidy, we get Keith Lee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. But he's joined by William Regal. Oh wow, yeah. And the idea is that over the next few weeks, it'll be Keith, it'll be Killer Cross, yeah. it'll be John Gargano, Samoa it'll be Samoa Joe. Joe yeah. That Regal is going to bring a, a faction of former NXT champions to AEW. Ooh. Oh. And you know, I don't know if they'd want to frame the storyline like this. I don't even know if I like it, but essentially, is you guys beat us in the ratings? Yeah. And look what happened to us. We all lost our jobs. <laughs> that's a, that's incredibly weak standing coming into a new company. I know. We're all <laughs> we're all unemployed now. It's so your we're fault. Gonna come, <laughs> we're going to come and take over AEW. Yeah. You know? No, it's a cool idea. It's a really cool idea. I wonder if it's going to be, I wonder if maybe the tweaking and the surprise aspect of things is as, as ambitious as your idea is. I think it's a great idea. I think I really do. I wonder if it might be a little because I mean he's already you've already seen the sort of buzz that the undisputed era has brought. What if that yeah. was the first sort of you know uh, the the first you know whatever in the dam, crack in the dam I guess. Um, but I, I get the feeling that it might be something a little bit more along the lines of what if it's Keith Lee? What if it's like the entirety of Hit Row? What if Shane Strickland shows up? Well, and they're, they're, they're no competes not up yet. Shane There's Strickland's no, no competes not, not no, up yet? No, they got, they got released on the 17th of November. Oh, as opposed to they the were ones after. Okay. Or, or something like that. What if so it's Keith Lee, so. but what if he answers a TNT Open Challenge and he beats Sammy Guevara? Mm-hmm. What if it's something like that where, I mean, I know they teased uh, Darby Allen for that. But what if it's what if it's the surprise and title win thing that you can do with the TNT title because they just do whatever they want with that anyways, and that's sort of their whim title they can do. Um, so it could be something like that. Yeah, I mean some sort of, some sort of big story development would seem to be in order. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Also, he's a promoter, and uh, and there is something to be said about sort of overselling what you're going to do. But yeah, people's, I think people, I think that will, your idea would definitely like that would meet that expectation. That would beat that expectation. 
Um, if it's just like, you know, Keith Lee showing up, you know, how sometimes AEW has those like awkward introductions, like Andrade showed up and people yeah, were yeah, like, yeah, wait, yeah, what the hell's yeah. going on? Who, what's yeah, this? no. Oh, that's didn't even what, have okay. music or anything. Yeah. Yeah. He just sort of wandered out there like Lex Luger. Um, you know, hopefully whatever they do, but then they sort of solve that problem at all out when they had like some really cool surprise yeah. entrances. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Should be a good time. Hopefully it's cool people. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh you mm-hmm. know, it, it, it maybe, maybe, maybe it's juice Robinson. Maybe Tony is just a huge juice Robinson fan. It could be massive, could be. massive, could be juice Robinson. Apparently he is a free agent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. Is that, is that kind of have to talk about NXT now? Oh, hell. It's only been 11 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> no, no. Let's do this. Let's talk about the announcement about Triple Mania, April 30th, the beginning oh, yeah. of the uh Who's going to lose their mask tournament? And the first match announcer, the big match announced anyways, uh, uh, Ultimo Dragon against uh, Penta. How yeah. awesome is that? That's great. I hope Ultimo Dragon brings replicas of all those titles he won that where he had that one picture where he just had he was Ultimo. Oh, that'd be great. Wouldn't that be great. That would be fantastic. I'm looking forward to that, man. So we've got on the 19th, we've got Ray to Ray. So we're going to do a watch along mm-hmm. of that over on the Twitch. And uh, I don't know, that's that's sort of all I got. Man, what now? I guess we can talk about NXT 2.0. Yeah, I was trying to see if there's any more information about uh, what else might be on the Triple Mania 31 card. But mm-hmm. I can't see find anything yet. That's not shocking. AAA is weird that way. I mean, Lucha Blog, but you have to dig through the snark uh, in order to find the info, which I love the snark. Don't get me wrong. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the snark. It's great. Like that's It's like a must-watch Twitter account during the shows. It really is. It's awesome. Yeah. It really is. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah, NXT 2.0. Dolph Ziggler uh, was there apparently to pop ratings, there to satisfy fans. And uh, it looks like there's a bit of a cluttered title scene now because he shows up Champa's there but of course the match at Vengeance Day is going to be uh, uh, Braun Breaker the champion versus the guy who's totally not going to win 
Santos Escobar. And uh, and then Dolph Ziggler comes out and uh, he sits down and he's like, yeah, this would have been cool back because I legitimately would have loved to have seen Dolph Ziggler in NXT Mm -hmm. back during the takeover days when they actually had a bunch of really stellar wrestlers there. I just feel like, you know, and then they they had AJ and uh, Grayson Waller like Mm -hmm. uh, last month or whatever. And it was like, ah, that would have been cool. Every time they bring somebody out, they're bringing all these great wrestlers over to NXT. I'm like. Well, that's about three months. Where was this three years ago? Too late, yeah, or three years ago, yeah, exactly. I know, especially you know, like when they were bringing uh, uh, NXT to the USA Network when they won Survivor Series. How about you continue that storyline after NXT wins Survivor Series? Yeah, and and have main roster talents go over there and have all these great potential dream matches. They didn't Mm. do it. So apparently, this was uh, this stems from, of course, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Eli, uh, L.A. Knight and uh, Roderick Strong were backstage, and there was a digital mm-hmm. exclusive where they were just mm-hmm. wandering around backstage, uh, probably for their uh, matches on main event because they've been mm-hmm. they've been on main event recently, and uh, they run into the Dirty Dogs. In this case, only one Dirty Dog showed up in NXT, Dolph Ziggler. So I guess he's going to have a match at some point with uh, Braun Breaker and make Braun Breaker look pretty good, apparently. Yeah, and seemingly Dolph is continuing his uh, main roster role as gatekeeper. He's just uh, doing it there in NXT. Do directly. it now in NXT. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, if this would happen three years ago, it'd been pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> and like, here's the thing: I thought Dolph was actually pretty good last night in the mic, dude. I um, I'll be honest with you, I always like Dolph. I am actually a fan of Dolph Ziggler. He's one of the best wrestlers. Been one of the best wrestlers like 15 years now. Yeah. Yeah, he's not bad on the mic when he's got good stuff. They just never treat him like he's anything special at all. I know, and he he mentioned that in his he promo. Did. He says, hey, you know, I, if I wrestle 100 matches, I'll probably lose 99 out of, uh, of them. But don't forget that I can still deliver in this ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, it's it's not any fault of Dolph that it's hard to take him seriously. You get too excited to see him in a major program because. It's not because of him. We're we've been conditioned to not really care about his fortunes because he loses all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know? And we don't take him as necessarily a viable threat to anybody because he loses all the time. Um and it's a bummer. You know, imagine if they'd actually got behind him after he was a sole survivor a few years back yeah, in the Survivor I know. Series. I know. That pop he got when he won that match was mm-hmm. was enormous. Mm-hmm. You know, I think even then, more than any other time in his career, they had a real opportunity. And I mean, you talk about when he was Mr. Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Then I think they had a real opportunity to push him because they had that one title run that kind of petered out because he got hurt. Um, And I think he was in a position where people still liked him quite a bit yeah. and still had a lot of goodwill if they had gotten really behind him at that point. Yeah. I think they could have gone somewhere with with I that think, character. I think you're right. There's and been mul- there's been multiple times, like not just the or would the, the bank, retirement but... match against Miz, but after he won that, they <laughs> that could have really done it then too. They, that was really good stuff. Yeah, it's one of those continual things where, like, I feel like sometimes, like, because Dolph was doing a lot of like social media stuff during that Miz feud, and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes I feel like they let the performers just build so much importance around their matches, which is awesome, and they should do that. Unfortunately, creative after those matches like have nothing for them, and it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. All that great stuff you did, we're not really going to build on it or anything because we're yeah, WWE. It's kind of what we do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I thought there was some good wrestling. I thought that the uh, the highlight in terms of wrestling was probably uh, 
that first match, the Creed mm-hmm. Brothers versus the Grizzled Young Veterans, goes to show just how amazing the Grizzled Young Veterans are to bring the young sort of green Creed Brothers to just a really great match that the crowd was super behind. And it was yeah. one of those things we were talking about this in the pre-show where I felt like the finish of that match and the story being told in that match where the Grizzled Young Veterans were the heels and the Creed Brothers, who were typically bad guys, were playing the young face uh, uh, you know, uh, underdogs. rookies, underdogs. Yeah, because yeah. the grizzled young veterans use underhanded tactics to take out um the bigger dude, Ooh, Brutus. Brutus, thank you. Uh, they took his throat out with like the doing the thing. They took his throat out. It's like, is this Roadhouse? Yeah, they took his throat <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they crushed his windpipe on the I bottom know, of I the know, ring thing. Yeah. And uh and then and so it was like a you know, it was just that one dude having to deal with the grizzled young veterans forever. And, and the I like crowd that was he wanted he, he wanted to finish it. Yeah. He wanted to be the one to finish the match, which is a good little story beat. Because usually mm-hmm. they'll have that and the, and the finish will happen, but but Julius was gonna do the sliding clothesline and Bruce like he was like, Let me get let me this. get that. Yeah, look what they I did to this. my <laughs> they went after my throat. And uh and so, and then the crowd was like, I, I do appreciate also that the NXT crowd has really, you know, embraced 2.0 uh, and, and, and yeah, they're into it. And then they pipe in the crowd noise and it doesn't look as goofy as on main roster. When, I mean, even, even though in NXT 2.0, it's like, this is an arena crowd noise that we're hearing right now, but it's still like, because the actual fans in attendance are like up waving their hands and, and fist pumping and stuff like that mm-hmm. and yelling. It it makes sense. It's like, oh, cool. They added to the ambiance as opposed to what they do on main roster where people are just sitting there with their hands crossed looking at their phones and they pump in these massive boos and cheers and stuff. That make any sense. Uh, so I thought that was I thought that was a solid match. The Creed Brothers moving on yeah, in the tournament. I, was, really I was kind of bummed out that like I feel like they did what they could to try to build uh, Idris Anofi and uh, Malik Blade by sort of fluking them to this point. But then, I mean, it was a competitive match. It was. But it it di- I feel like it really didn't help them all that much to just take this clean loss to MSK. I mean, the story really should have been they get the two kind of fluke opportunistic wins. And and they have an opportunity to get a, a similar type win here, but it doesn't work out. MSK, you know, doesn't get pinned there, whether it be Wesley or Nash Carter. And then they have to find out a way to win it, you know, not by a fluke nature, you know, which which might because NXT is actually one thing I will say about them is that there isn't it. There is unlike main roster, because I know they're trying to, like, make NXT a bit more main roster ish. Yeah. Because NXT doesn't suffer from the whims of Vince McMahon where he'll just drop stuff, they do actually carry out stories over mm-hmm. a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you have to appreciate that. Um, maybe this is going to be the thing that's going to continue their story. Hey, we got close, but the bottom line is we fluked our way to that point. We need to learn how to actually put together some real yeah. wins. Yeah. I just think if they took MSK to like more of a dramatic brink of a victory for for Idris uh, and and Malik and then came up short um it would have been more helpful but this I don't know it was a good match they're all great mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. But I feel like, you know, I, I, I hope that they, they pick up that thread later on. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Um, yeah, let's just get into it. Why not? Sure. Uh, show opened up with uh, Mandy Rose doing a, a, a kind of like a video promo. Her dropping a promo with uh, some B-roll cut in. Um, pretty much she's just laying out her bona fides as a woman champion. She says, I'm the baddest bitch in the game. Of course, her and Kaylee Ray were the main event for the show last night for the NXT Women's Championship. After that, we had the first of two semifinal matches in the Men's Dusty Cup, Creed Brothers versus the Grizzled Young Veterans, as you mentioned already. Really fun match. Uh, before the bout, Zach Gibson drops a promo. Steve, do you want to do this? Soon. Yeah, he says, the Creeds are in over their heads. We've won more matches than the Creeds have had hot dinners. And then the Creeds just, they're, they're done that with, that, with that line. That was a great line. The, Creed, the Creeds were done with that. They attacked Grizzly Young Veterans on the ramp. Uh, Drake and Brutus start uh, uh, pretty early on, though. Uh, they start going after Brutus's throat, and they mm. catapult him up into the, like the bottom of the ring structure there. Mm-hmm. And then so Brutus, I'm sorry, uh, the other guy, Julius, is just sort of Julius. on his own. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Eventually, Julius does get the hot tag. Uh, and The match kind of breaks down towards the end. Uh, at one point, Drake goes up top to do something, but Brutus drives Gibson to the corner. Then Julius runs in and hits Drake with a superplex, and they got the crowd off their feet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Julius does kind of like a slam on Gibson. He's about to go for the sliding clothesline. Brutus says, no, I need to do this. He hits Gibson with the finish to get the win. Yeah. Quick reminder, we got a brand new channel, Friendo Club TV. We got a brand new yeah. video up today where you and I Take all the free agents. Uh, by the way, uh, we understand today's Wednesday, and so this video has you know uh, a, a, a expi- very limited window of relevancy potentially on who uh, shows up on Dynamite tonight. Well, it's still a really fun video, uh, regardless of whether or not any of these people are taken uh, by AEW. Uh, but uh, you are approached by Shane McMahon. I'm approached by Triple H, and so you book. Uh, we we do a draft for all the available free agents. Mean Street Pro Wrestling. Versus, uh, what was mine called again? Uh, War Games Wrestling. <laughs> WGW. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a fun video. Go check out Friendo Club TV uh, after that match between uh, uh, the Gibsons and the Creed Brothers. We had Cora Jade in an interview. Says, you know what? Finally, uh, getting Raquel's respect means a lot to me. Uh, we're going to make a lot of noise in the Dusty Cup. She's interrupted by what are their names? Leon, uh, uh, Faraz, and Leon. Yeah, I forget their Valentina first Faraz and uh, U- Ulisa Leon. I hey, good job. They got a lot to prove, and uh, they've got a they've got a competition in them. And then Raquel steps in, and they just start talking shit to each other in Espanol. And uh, Cora's like, "What is happening right now?" And then uh, Raquel basically says, "You know, get out of here, Frozen Leon, Faraz, and Leon, leave." And then she's like, only I can call you that. And then she walks off and Cora Jade's like, yeah, she has my back. Wait a second. What did she call me? What? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a quick shot backstage. Amari Miller and Wendy Chu arrive at CWC following uh, what seems to be like a pretty expensive shopping spree. They got a bunch of shopping bags with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wendy Chu says, well, that was fun till the card got canceled. So she just throws in the garbage. Uh, next, Wendy Chu has a match against Tiffany Stratton. That was her credit card. Yeah, that was her credit, which doesn't make a lick of sense because, you know, like they should have said as- last week, you know, 
Like, but yeah, as soon as she had that thing still, like Wendy was like, hey, I've got this. And then admitting on camera that, you know, you've done racked up somebody's credit card. If I'm not mistaken, it's probably a felony. It's akin to, I don't know, admitting to having like a fake vaccination card or something, you know, I don't know. It is a crime. It's a crime. It's a crime. It's totally. It's a crime. You committed a crime and then you publicly admitted you committed a crime. And it also a suit is like someone's credit card is lost. What do you do? You call your bank. You just. You yeah. put a hold on it, you, you you get them to issue a new card. Right. And then it's a moot point. Yeah. You know, whether yeah. someone's got your card or not. Yeah. But apparently none of that happened. No. Uh, Wendy Chu went out, committed a crime, bought a bunch of stuff on Tiffany Stratton's card. So rightfully, as soon as the match starts, Tiffany Stratton's like, where's my card? Give me my card back. Maybe, I mean. Canceled it, to begin with. It's but possible Tiffany's just a dullard. Because she's like, get my card back. She thinks that, like, card is the thing. You know, it's like. I don't know. Hey, Tiffany Stratton had some cool moves in the ring, though. Yeah. I actually yeah. paid attention to this match. She's a, because Wendy Chu, obviously, Karen Q, terrific wrestler. We know that. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton, pretty new. But uh, I liked her little spinning Vader bomb thing. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, that was cool. There was a, I mean, there was some goofiness. You know, she broke a nail, got pissed off. Her Damien came, or, yeah, her Damien came out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I thought, I thought uh, she has some pretty smooth moves in the ring. Yeah. She got the win here. I was actually kind of surprised. She did get the win, I know, yeah. That's yeah, that, that spinning Vader bomb deal was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Draco Anthony promo. He says, you know, I didn't expect to lose my NXT debut last week, but then Joe Gacy and Harlan walk in. Gacy tells him, hey, you shouldn't be disappointed. You gave everything you had. Go keep your head up. Just remember, you don't have to do this all by yourself. I'm here to listen. I'm here, and I, you know, I'm here to listen to not only your actions, but your words. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything they might have been doing with this Joe Gacy thing has come to a complete stop. He just wanders around, <laughs> says stuff, and so, that's pretty much it. Draco's probably going to get his first win via DQ here because Harlan's going to not pay attention to the ref. Like, Harlan's just going to have the most dog shit record because he just annihilates people without caring what the ref says. Like, he doesn't even understand that he's in a pro wrestling match. He's got such a limited move set, anyways. It doesn't even look like wrestling. I know. I know. <laughs> like he just starts smashing a dude's head into the mat, and it's I like, th- does he not know that this is like professional wrestling? That that's such a it's such a weird disconnect. Like it, you want to, I don't know, man. Like you want to reach out to that youth demographic, right? And there's like there's literally one act, maybe two. Maybe Wendy Chu also, because I can see Wendy Chu's got that thing that everybody kind of knows that person, you know, Car- uh, uh, Carmelo and Trick. Oh, they they great. come off as so genuine and like kind of just, you know, of the now, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. every nothing else on the show really comes off. Like you look at Braun Breaker, your champion, and he's got like a denim vest. His nerdy merch shirt is like tucked into his mom jeans. He just looks like a dork. He's a bad. Don't get me wrong. The dude can kill people, but he just looks like a dork. I know. And like, I I don't know who would turn this on and be. Oh, and also Saray. I get because so like uh, uh, one of my stepkids, Summer, she's like 18 and she's into like sort of uh, like she's into K-dramas now, the Korean dramas. Right. Mm. And uh, but she's also, you know, she she enjoys elements of anime and manga culture. I could see her if I just turn it because she thinks wrestling's weird, which it totally is. Uh, but like, if I turned on from Saray's entrance to like one of her matches, Summer might actually be like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." 
Because it's mm-hmm. not like, I don't know, I don't think it's like insulting to the intelligence of like an anime or manga fan, you know? I could see that maybe being something that like, oh, okay, maybe I'll check this out. I don't know. But like nothing else in NXT. It's I like know. they wonder why their demo's so crap. And it's like, it's because it's all just kind of corny. Yeah. 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 Uh, after Draco Anthony's promo, we get a Pete Dunn interview. Uh, he says, there's one thing we all know about Tony D'Angelo is that he talks too much, but ever since he lost to Cameron Grimes, he's been very quiet. Um, says uh, he's not even a social media post, but it must be tough to tweet when your fingers are smashed by a cricket bat. Mm-hmm. He says, next week we finish this inside the steel cage. Draco steps in. He has a match with Pete Dunn next. He says, hey, Tony D'Angelo may not respect you, but I respect the hell out of you. That being said, it's going to be an honor to share the ring with you. And Pete Dunn just goes, whatever. I'm still going to snap your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And that match uh, was next. That match happens next. And, uh, yeah, he, he does. He did in fact snap his fingers. That totally he did. Happened. Uh, Draco Anthony put forth a pretty good fight here. It wasn't mm-hmm. by any means a, a quick match or a squash match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony D'Angelo runs out towards the end with a crowbar, takes a swing at Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn evades, ramps Tony into the ring post, punches him, gets back in the ring. Hits Draco with German suplex, falls a bitter end for the win. After that, Pete Dunn's kind of leaning against the ropes. Tony comes in, tries to choke him. Uh, uh, Pete Dunn just snaps his fingers, and then he starts throwing a bunch of stuff into the ring. Mm-hmm. Chairs, garbage mm-hmm. cans, gets his cricket bat, grabs the mic, tells Tony, uh, you're going to need more into crowbar. How about we do this? Find everything we can, strap it to the cage, and have a weaponized cage match. And Tony's like, all right, yeah, you're on. Sure. Good, good. Let's do it. Yeah. Weaponized good, cage. Good. Let's match. do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. After that, we had a uh, Zoe Stark and uh, Io Shirai backstage. Zoe wants to talk to her about the Dusty Cup. Says uh, Cora and Raquel are a can they coexist team, uh, but so are we. Uh, say Casey and Caden have amazing chemistry. Io interrupts. Says, "Why are you talking to me right now?" And Zoe says, "Because I know you want back those titles we were never pinned for. Uh, we need to find." You, a partner, somebody who's hard-hitting, somebody who's just as crazy as you. And Eo says, okay, I know who to ask, but she's not going to tell Zoe who it is. Mm-hmm. So who who is it, Larson? Uh, I mean, we find out at the end of the show. Well, well, okay, yeah. Do we? What happened at the end of the show? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's well, we'll get happened. to it. Yeah, it's yeah, Kaylee yeah, Ray. Yeah. yeah, it is Kaylee Ray. So uh, <laughs> Wendy Chu, she's walking backstage selling – uh, the effects of her match against Tiffany Stratton and Dakota Kai is like all buy that stuff mm-hmm. that all the shopping bags mm-hmm. um, that that Wendy Chu bought with Stratton's credit card and Dakota Kai says you might have a new wardrobe but all these clothes won't buy you a victory in the ring man ouch hard words there uh, after that we had LA Knight yeah versus Sanga LA Knight uh, and of course uh, Grayson Waller was all over this thing uh, yep. In the end, though, LA Knight was able to get uh, the win here uh, with uh, – it was just his finish, right? No, he – he. so uh, at one point, Waller takes the turnbuckle oh, cover yeah, off the top turnbuckle. Yeah, the, and the turnbuckle and, thing. Yeah. And then uh, Knight sends Sanga into the turnbuckle and hits him with a neckbreaker to get the win. Mm-hmm, that's right. And, and afterwards, Waller hits the ring. Knight hits him with his finish and then gets out of there before Sanga could, uh, could attack him. Yeah. Uh, uh, then we had a Duke Hudson interview. Uh, he said, Dante Chen was supposed to be uh, calling me out, but I haven't seen him anywhere. So it turns out saying it, stepping up are two completely different things. 
He says, Dante Chen isn't as tough as he thinks he is. And uh, and uh, Mackenzie's like, I feel like there's more to this than you're letting on. And Duke says, yeah, Chen's not here for a reason. There's your scoop. And he's about to leave and go, oh, and I want to wish Indy Hartwell good luck on her match next week. Yeah. And then he leaves. Ooh, ooh. Of course, Indy's friend Persia really likes him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyways, after that. Oh man, we got this Braun Breaker Santos Escobar. This was really long. Championship Summit. I'm looking at your notes here. I'm like, oh man, yeah. This is so. It this was is, pretty this much. Is, sorry, yeah, go go ahead. Let's see. Let's see how efficient you could be breaking this thing down. So it's, it's ironic because one of the first things Braun says is, "I'm going to keep this short." So pretty much, <laughs> it's it's it, Braun comes out. I'm going to retain title, Santos. There's nothing you can do about it. Santos says, "You're young. You're new. You're naive. Things happen on my time." Uh. Heyman might call you the future of wrestling, but I'm going to end your career. Braun is about to retort. Dolph comes out. He takes a seat at the table, and he pretty much says, uh, uh, he's like, hey, Braun, congratulations. I actually uh, like this line. I see you own or rent a cell phone. Huge fan. Go chase <laughs> that clout. I'll yeah. hang on to my money and my titles. Um, he lists off a bunch of his accolades, um, and Braun says, well, you know, I'm the champ. You're the reason. Uh, I'm the reason you're here because Dolph asked who he is. Who the hell are you? Not because he doesn't know who he is, but the temerity of you, Braun, right. to yeah. dare I'm, step I'm, up to Dolph. I'm bigger than you, yeah. Exactly. So uh, Braun says, I'll handle uh, you, Dolph, after I'm done with Santos. And Dolph says, ah, amateur hour. You're looking past your opponent already and focusing on me. So eventually Ciampa comes out. Uh, he and Dolph get into it verbally a little bit. Um, he says, uh, Dolph is the next NXT champion. That's a hard pass. Ciampa wants next crack at the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santos gets involved. Uh, Ciampa s- or starts getting involved. Ciampa says, don't interrupt me or you're not making it till vengeance day. Uh, he says to Braun, after you're done with Santos, I'm next in line unless you Dolph have a problem with that. And Dolph says, you know, there's the same few cause Ciampa's calling NXT his home. Mm-hmm. And Dolph says, you're home. It's the same few hundred Florida people come out and clap like seals for you, and you think this is your home. When does it end? When does the helmet and elbow pads come off? When do the training wheels come Ooh. off? Which is actually a good bit. I like That's that. That's a good the line. Champa yeah. attacks Dolph. They brawl out of the ring and up towards backstage. Meanwhile, Legato attacks Braun. Uh, uh, eventually, they put him through the table mm-hmm. there for the uh, championship summit. Well done. Well done. Um, yeah. I did, yeah, you know what would be cool? You know would be really neat? Is if like uh, they send people down to NXT like Dolph Ziggler, like a, like, a, like a fishing line, and they bring back up to main roster a Tommaso Ciampa mm-hmm. because he's been there on doing some main event matches. He dyed the beard. He's ready to come up to main roster. I think that'd be great. What if they do that, do that match on main roster? Yeah, I know. That'd be cool. I know that'd be great. What is Dolph on SmackDown or Raw? Fuck if I know. I think he's on Raw. The Dirty Dogs on. Yeah, they're on Raw. They did the Rey Mysterio stuff, didn't they? Yeah, that's on Raw. That's on Raw. Yeah, yeah. so on Raw. All right, that'd be cool. Yeah, Champ on Raw. I'd, I'd take that. Then we get Champ yeah. versus a uh, Randall Keith Orton. Yeah, they both want that match. Uh, we got a, a Kaylee Ray video package, comparable to Mandy Rose one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's breaking a bunch of stuff in this. Uh, we get a Grayson Waller promo. He says uh, L.A. Knight showed his true colors, taking a cheap shot. He says, but uh, he may have gotten lucky and won the match, but he's a real loser because he broke the restraining order. And next week, L.A. Knight is going to get arrested. <laughs> he even did an L.A. Knight impression. He said, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, nobody in their right mind would arrest L.A. Knight because Waller is the guy who approached him. Mm-hmm. It's not really how restraining orders work. You can't not go really, to somebody no. if you've given them a restraining order, then you go up to them. Anyways, uh, after that, we had uh, Sarai versus uh, Dakota Kai. This was awesome because we got to see another one of those Sarai drop kicks. Yeah. Those are amazing. And then her exploder, where she basically just dumps people on their heads. That's great, too. And that happened to Dakota Kai. Sarai wins this. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then we get uh, this. This segment was fantastic. So we get Carmelo and Trick, and they're at a barbershop. Um, and at first, Trick is like teasing Carmelo about dating Ollie J. And Carmelo's like, no, nah, I'm going my third date with her. Okay, so does uh, does Ollie J know that they're talking about her and Carmelo being an item? <laughs> is she Don't okay know. with this? Don't know. Because <laughs> I probably doubt it's true, but I guess you never know. Never know. Uh, so anyways, the, the barber there uh, asked Carmelo if he's ready for his title match against Cameron Grimes. And Carmelo says, you know, I always say people can step up, get stepped on. Uh, and Trick says, people on Twitter say that Grimes has a chance. Some random dude who's sitting there who apparently no one knows. This was funny. Says, Grimes does have a chance. Yeah. He's like, who is that guy? And he's like, and Trick says, I thought he came with you. And they just sort of gloss over it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. There were so many, this was, number this was really good. Mm -hmm. And this is the one thing that I think that if you show to people, like, they'll be like, oh, wow, this is kind of neat. Like, it Mm -hmm. feels like something real. Mm -hmm. But it's so well put together. And Trick has such camera charisma, and he elevates Carmelo with their chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so they want to learn more about Cameron Grimes. So Carmelo says, I'm going to look on Wikipedia. You know, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're looking through his thing on Wikipedia. He's like, where's his accolades? Yeah. He's been in NXT for two years. Where's his accolades? And Trick says, I'm going to set the record straight. Carmelo, you won the breakout tournament. You won the North American Championship. Unified uh, that belt with the Cruiserweight title. You led uh, Team 2.0 to victory in war games. Your rise to the top has been meteoric, and Grimes has never been a match like this. And Melo says, uh, Grimes is talented, but he's not a top talent. No one was talking about Grimes before he started doing business with Melo. And when you do uh, business with the the A-champ, you become relevant. He says, I'm the money champ. When you're in a match with me, you do numbers. And then the barber says, you guys ready for your haircuts? And then we get a bunch of like great like macro lens shots of, of various barbershop tools, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. don't get to see their haircuts. Well, the whole thing was really well shot. It was really well put together. It was really well done. Like this was the highlight of the thing. It kind of, I really wish, and I wonder, I kind of wonder if it's like HBK knows that he can't make Melo the top champion, but like, He's sort of doing everything he would do with him mm-hmm. if he was able to do that because mm-hmm. he's totally treated like, I mean, even Carmelo says I'm the A champion and I love that. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's so good. And I'm glad that they're getting so much screen time. It's, it's, it's really yeah. good stuff. Yeah. They're every week. They're uh, mellow and trick are the highlight of, of NXT 2.0. Yeah. So after that, we're backstage and he's on the phone with Dexter. She wants to do like a bubble bath with him. And uh, Persia shows up. She's like, she's like, uh, was that Duke Hudson on the phone? And he's like, no, it's Dexter Loomis, my husband. And she's like, why? And Persia's like, well, because Duke just wished only you good luck next week, not me too. And uh, and he says, I told you he's trouble. Uh, why would he do that? And then Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane step in, 
and uh, says, you guys are on the verge of a toxic meltdown. And uh, Persia says, you know, we're still best friends. Don't try to get in our heads. And yeah. uh, she was like, uh, Gigi and JC can console Mandy after she loses her title. But this week and next week, uh, she'll do the same for you guys. And then uh, JC wonders who will console Indy next week after they lose, Dexter or Duke Hudson. And then she shows a picture. <laughs> she has a physical picture in her hand. And I'm like, who even has physical pictures of anything anymore? Like, you would just hold up a phone. There are little touches like that. But it's like, you're a, you're, this is why nobody under 50 years old watches your show, because you have people walking around with a picture of stuff. Mm-hmm. He has uh, a picture of Indy and Duke Hudson. Yeah, 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 to show, hey, you guys, they're, they're friends or whatever. They've been friends yeah, yeah. in the past. Yeah, then that makes Persia upset. She starts to brawl. Uh, they fight. Well, she's uh, gotta, we got, I, I just imagine. And then she gets, she gets a picture. Of Duke and Indy and their friends. <laughs> That's good. That's good, Bruce. Sounds good, Bruce. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we got a Nikita Lyons video package. They seem to be distancing themselves, maybe, from the music stuff. That's good. And now she's a fighter. This was the the funniest shit all week. Was like uh, somebody posted the video vignette of her on Twitter, and people were just dogging it. <laughs> so yeah, she was talking about being on the road with uh, her uh, rock star dad and groupie mom. Still can't and, believe uh, they they actually said that. <laughs> My mom was a beautiful groupie. <laughs> oh, man. So anyways, she was talking about how, like, apparently life on the road is pretty rough. She had to, like, ward off people trying to get in their van. And uh, and there were some terrible concert goers. <laughs> well, then it eventually sounds- she brought the fight herself. Well, she got. Yeah, she she was like, she man, knew she can win. I had to beat up so many people in defense of my van. And I had to beat up so many like gross concert people 
that eventually when I, I, I would whoop people's asses so much, I liked it, and I would start beating them up for no reason, even if they weren't attacking my van down by the river. Um, yeah, this is goofy. This is, is goofy as hell. <laughs> Speaking of goofy, next we had Briggs and Jensen backstage, and Jensen is like super nervous about asking out Caden Carter. I'll be honest, man. I laugh my ass off, and it's basically kinda... basically with Briggs. Briggs is yeah. fucking funny in this. He was pretty funny. So Briggs is like, rip the Band-Aid off. Just do- go do it. <laughs> He's like it's... bullying Jensen into asking her out. It's hilarious. I know. I know. So they walk up to to Caden and Casey. And Jensen's like real nervously asks, hey, I don't know if you guys are doing anything, but maybe we can hang out on Valentine's Day next week. And Casey and Kate are like, oh, yeah, that sounds like fun. Go ahead. Text us. Uh, we'll work something out. And so they leave. And Briggs goes, who is we? <laughs> and Jensen says, I don't know. It just came out. That's just what I said. He says, here. I'll give you some money. You can take Casey out to the movies so I get some alone time with Kate. And he gives him like $8. <laughs> Briggs says, he's like, this is $8 and it's sweaty. What the hell, man? It was yeah. pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, Briggs was, was pretty decent. So. Yeah, yeah, Briggs was good. Being just irritated with this guy who like yeah. doesn't know fucking thing one about asking somebody out. It's pretty funny. Uh, after that, we had MSK versus Blade and Anofe. Again, like we said earlier, this is a good match, but in the end, it was MSK a good match. get their finish in to get the win and advance to uh, the finals. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Or the yeah, Dusty finals. Cup, yeah. So it's them versus the uh, the Creed brothers, which I think that'll be a really good match. I think we both sort of uh, called that in the beginning of this. Yeah, I think so. Uh, then we got a Cameron Grimes video package. Uh, pretty much, he'll, he he says this was terrible. Like, oh, this, this was it terrible. was not good. I don't know what they're doing with Cameron Grimes, but it's not good. It's awful. Uh, it's it, it he it's honestly it's like lobotomy, dude. This dude is has been lobotomized. Mm-hmm. He's like walking around uh, his old area, I guess. And uh, he talks about, uh, you know, I made a bunch of money and I've got a fancy house, but I'd give it all up uh, to to get some gold. But he talks like in a normal voice. He just it doesn't it's it's not appealing in any way, shape or form. And they show all these clips of how he used to be. And he might not have been everybody's, you know, cup of tea. But man, I thought he was I thought at the very least he was a character back then who like was pretty entertaining at points and now he's just the most sanitized version of that it's it's i know weird i know it's they've they've made someone who can be a very dynamic performer boring he's boring yeah um we need he needs to be introduced as tna superstar cameron grimes from here on out dude he did such good work back in impact as trevor lee i know yeah, I don't know. I even thought everything up to I thought everything up to him to him basically turning face. Yeah, and the 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 DiBiase LA Night feud, mm-hmm. I thought was solid stuff. Yeah, but once he started the face turn, I don't know. No, he's I like, agree. He's such I a know. good heel. He's, he's got such, so much he's charisma. A really good heel. He is. Yeah. Um. So let me get Dakota Kai after her loss, uh, to Saray. She's walking up to Wendy Chu backstage, and Wendy says, "Hey, it's not as easy as it looks, huh?" And then she takes her shopping bags full of stuff that she illegally purchased with someone else's credit card and walks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kai just starts muttering to herself. Uh, so anyways, toxic attraction start coming to the ring. Indy and Persia attack Gigi and JC fit. Finley runs out, tells Mandy go to the ring now. And uh, so she does. We have that match. Kaylee Ray versus Mandy Rose this is a really good match. It was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, toward the, towards the end, Kaylee Ray's looking for her finish. 
Instead, Mandy reverses it to a code red, gets a two. Kaylee Ray hits a super kick, goes the top rope. So the idea of, of having Persia and Indy attack Gigi and JC was to think, okay, they're not going to be involved in this main event. You'd be wrong. Right. So JC runs out first to distract the ref. And then while she's doing that, Gigi pushes Kaylee Ray off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Mandy hits her running knee to get the win. So then toxic attraction all surround uh, Kaylee Ray. Mandy has Kaylee Ray's bat. And then Gigi and JC hold up Kaylee Ray. Uh, so if Mandy wants to, she can hit her with the bat. But she's too busy talking trash at the moment. Io Shirai runs out to make the save. She takes out toxic attraction or Gigi and JC. Mandy grabs Io by the hair. Kaylee Ray hits Mandy with a KLR bomb. And then uh, Gigi and JC pull Mandy out of the ring. That is correct. Good stuff. You got to consider uh, Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai probably the favorites to win the Women's Dusty Cup at this juncture. At the very least, it's going to be uh, those two against. Uh, I, I would be shocked if they weren't on opposite sides of the brackets of uh, Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to mm-hmm. be those those two teams in the finals. Yep. Yeah. At, yep. As far as that, I man, I don't know. I think I I would I would be kind of shocked if it wasn't uh, Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez that actually won the whole thing, though. I kind of feel like that's going to be the thing, but yeah, they're definitely going to be in the finals together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Let's answer some questions. Yeah. Uh, David Matushek here on the Patreon says, why is it when WWE makes a storyline that involves someone committing a crime, it completely lacks real world logic because it's a, I think they would file that under it's a fictional show. You do it for the lulls. You do it for the laughs. Probably. You don't pay attention to, to real life stuff with that. I would Which imagine, yes. I, I get. I mean, that is one of those things that's so egregious in terms of it violating any semblance of reality, though, that it's like, really? Yeah. It gets yeah. in the way of the laughs there. You know what I mean? I know. Oof. NXT got hit hard. With ooh, ooh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. They usually get around 600. I'm going to say they got 480. 400. <gasps> wow. Guess, guess the demo number. 0.07? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I got that right, really? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, that's like half of a good number for them. <laughs> I know. Oh, fuck. I know. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, you got to expect some drop moving to a, a different network for the week, but that's, still, that's, that's a, pretty huge. Yeah, that's two-thirds of what they usually do. They dropped a third. Mm-hmm. Raw went from like usually a one eight. It's in, dude. It's insane to me. It's funny. I remember going back before the pandemic, or I'm sorry, when the pandemic started, and we had the empty arena stuff, and it was doing really terribly. And you had said there's a good chance that a, a great number of people simply will change their viewing habits and won't come back to Raw. And it's funny they had they literally dropped off around five hundred thousand from pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and those people mm-hmm. have not come back. They were pulling. They were pulling over two million on a weekly basis mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. then. It's nu- it's nuts if you look because I was doing so, I was doing a little bit of research on the ratings when uh, uh, in advance of the the Survivor Series review we got coming up. And around that time, it was uh, they. It, it was a significant drop off because we're talking about like five years after the Attitude Era was hot, right? Mm-hmm. So you're talking about like around 5 million viewers back in mm-hmm. 2002. Around 2015, it was down to around, it was around 4 million 
was the average. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like they didn't lose that much in it's that been a period. decade. Yeah, yeah. And then around 2016, 2017, it just fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. It fell off an absolute cliff. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Vince should have retired and like that's one video I'd love to do for like Friendo Club TV. Is like the year Vince should have retired because <laughs> they had so much good stuff going from around like the 2016 draft. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. I know. That could have been the launching point for a new era of WWE. It really could. I mean, you think about how much cool shit they had going on back then, like the Shield and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They had so much cool shit going on for them. And then, and then Vince was like, "No, I want. I wonder if I wonder if any of it was Vince decided to stick around because he wanted to nail." the Roman Reigns thing. And when that didn't could turn be. out, he was like, oh shit, I have to get this thing right. And then we're just still stuck with him. Yeah, no, that could be. Also, I don't think there's any, he'll never convince himself that he should leave. You're probably right about that. Yeah. I, I, I doubt he's ever given it any real consideration. No, no. Uh, Joseph Molina asks what felony should someone on NXT 2.0 commit next? Oh, Jonathan says piracy. Oh, that's good. That is good. good. Yeah, I like that. It's like that episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Oh, Nikhil says, assuming uh, Dolph Dolph Ziggler is Bob Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler's on NXT 2.0 full time now. What does Bob Rude do next? He should come back to NXT. That's where he had his his best times in the... in uh and under the WB umbrella. He was a really good NXT champion. I miss NXT Bob Rude. He should team up with Bobby Lashley to be the glorious Impact Connecticut. All right. That's good. Uh Xavier Gray, why is Tommaso Ciampa still in NXT? It's <laughs> a good question. Don't know. Vince saw him in his in his matches, his tryout matches for main roster and was like, why does this guy look like he's in his mid fifties? Have him dye his beard. He still looks like he's in his early 50s. <laughs> I want nothing to do with him. But he's his work rate. No, we don't care about work rate here on Made We don't care Power. about work rate. <laughs> we care about attractions. <laughs> <laughs> I want possible mania main eventers like Braun Breaker. Uh, let's see here. Moses Zaposa says, earlier this year, you talked about combining the Dynamite and NXT 2.0 reviews. Yeah. Is that still going to happen? Probably not. I think, yeah. we're, I think we're okay with how we're doing things. Yeah, it's all right. It works. I mean, if NXT 2.0 the, uh, doesn't... Can you imagine if they come back to, to USA in a week or two weeks or whatever it is, and, uh, and they're pulling like sub-500 numbers? If people like Oof. missed it or they're like, oh, I don't really miss this. Yeah, and like that, and like they might not give us a choice <laughs> if it moves to the network. We're just, we're just gonna figure something else to do on Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dang MQ says, "Who is next for Ilya and Mako?" I don't know if 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 uh, Amelia McKenzie is next for Mako, but they got to start moving on that story. She is. She just ate a loss to to. Oh, it might be Isla Dawn might be next for Mako. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's who Amelia lost to, Millie. Uh, uh, as far as Ilya, Joe Coffee. I don't know. It, yeah, it could be. In, uh, they're they're in a thing with the the 
die family right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Rampage is probably hurt still. He already yeah. had. Well, yeah, he didn't do. Did he do Ilya? He didn't do Ilya, all right. Yeah, that was the match he got yeah. hurt. Was the Ilya match? Yeah, yeah. Any chance they run, dude? They can't. They they would bet. They better not run Devlin back. That dude lost against a guy who had his hands literally handcuffed behind his back. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna mm-hmm. lose that and then try to make a case? No, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen again. Yeah, no. That'd be really. It would be really cool as Ilya versus Noam Dar. Oh, that'd be good. That'd, That'd be, be really good. What's a kid doing right now? He was doing that thing with Saxon Huxley. He's backed way down the big time now. <laughs> Saxon Huxley has a bigger shot against Ilya than I know uh, right than now Devil than a kid does. does. I mean, than wow. a kid, yeah. That was a. I felt like a massive step down for a kid <laughs> from a creative standpoint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really that was shock. That was actually kind of shocking to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Could be Sam Gradwell. Gradwell's got to finish up against uh, what's his face, Kenny, no, Williams. Kenny Williams. Yeah, you what? Uh, Kayfabe's Mayfabe says if someone else from Maine were to pop down to NXT for a quick feud, who would you like to see come down, and who would you want to see them challenge? He says so someone from NXT to Maine. Yeah, for a quick feud. He says, for example, he would want to see Pete Dunne go up to fight Cesaro briefly. That'd be cool. Um, um, it's Walter uh, 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 taking on Roman Reigns and winning. Gunther versus Roman Reigns. Hey, Walter. Walt. Well, it's his name now is Gunther. Walter. Because that's his grandpa's name? <laughs> that's what commentary says. <laughs> or no, I don't know. I can't tell. Uh, Alex Foster says, should Tony D'Angelo have his own faction? He has his own faction. They're just not on camera, but he named yeah. it. It was yeah, like uh, the guy with the brick. And yeah. uh, Tony, 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 two times or whatever. Yeah, get the yeah. papers. Get the papers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should bring those. You know, a couple of the developmental guys in as those characters. Yeah, that'd be funny. Get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> uh, Gunther's gone wild. <laughs> asks Gunther's gone wild. What a great name on Patreon. That's a great here. name. Uh, says in your house had a bu- bunch of events that were themed after specific wrestlers like in your house 12 it's time mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. your house 14 revenge of taker degeneration x in your house and rock bottom in your house should they bring that back that for special events in nxt he says what about nxt come tuesday where was von wagner this week i think he had a, i saw a clip of him and robert stone on twitter but i noticed it on the show is it a, was it a, a dot com exclusive Clearly, I guess. Or is it like right show. next to a commercial break? I just accidentally fast forward through it. Um, you can't ask me that because, dude, I was fast forwarding through. I, I on Raw, I fast forwarded through uh, Liv Morgan and Dewdrop's promos. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I am. They, they are not saying anything I need to hear right now. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was probably just on the dot com. I'd imagine they're like, we don't need, we don't need to see this shit. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Oh, Z- we'll finish on this one. Uh, Zondo says, who else should get an implied faction like Tony D? <laughs> I want to I hear, I want Gunther to have, like, I want Imperium to have an extended faction that's just implied. There you, you know? go. And it's just, uh, it's like a Dieter from uh, fucking, uh, what was that old Mike Myers sketch on SNL? Oh, uh, Sprockets. <laughs> 
I want Imperium to be redubbed Sprockets. Now is the time on and Sprockets when we dance. Middle of the bass, they say, now is the time we dance. <laughs> oh, shit. That would be amazing. Oh, please. Now is, now is the time on NXT when we dance. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Creed Brothers are like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great. All right, that's going to oh. do it for us, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back tonight for the giant AEW extravaganza. Yeah. What's the fan what's satisfaction? What's going to happen? <laughs> Tony, Tony's going to go in and satisfy all the fans there. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.